welcome to the 14th episode of it's all about people and in this session we'll be discussing with a personality who are actually doing good in the career and in this session we'll be talking with a person named ragu who is pursuing his mba and along with that he's into his side hustles as well with a podcasting and also a startup so hi ragu welcome to the podcast hey hushal uh, thank you for inviting me to the podcast it's my pleasure yeah that's great and uh, ragu so recently what uh, we have already mentioned that you are pursuing your mba before that can you just give me regarding your application for sure um hi my name is uh, raguraman and i'm from chennai i did my uh, engineering in electronics and communications and uh, passed out in 2019 and post that i <clears throat> worked in an uh, industrial iot based startup uh, called senskis i joined in as a uh, embedded engineer and then within a couple of months i was promoted to a lead r&d engineer and i went to the role was lead r&d the uh, the functional role was more like a product owner where i uh, took care of three different product verticals so uh, i worked in senskis for around 2 years and uh, my biggest achievement there was developing the social distancing and contact tracing solution during the covid times which won the uh, mh uh, samadhan challenge by mhrd and it was also used in the IPL 2020 as well as by several fortune 500 companies and post that i am currently doing my mba uh, in technology and business management from masters union and uh, while doing that we also have a couple of uh, external cgpa components that we have to work on so since it's a new age business school uh, uh, we have to work on a little bit of uh, external cgpas uh, so that's how we started working on our startup uh, which is a uh, food discovery recommendation and entertainment platform called zoot for food and uh, i'm also doing a, a, a technology consulting for another uh, 3pl startup called uh, fitsol and uh, uh, i'm also uh, running my own podcast called ragus moonshots where i take up huge problems uh, some uh, problems from un sustainability development goals and uh, uh, take up a particular technology and brainstorm radical solutions that can solve that problem as well as frame a business model to uh, take that particular solution into the market so yeah that's uh, the brief introduction about myself uh, that's amazing the way you're telling all those things that you're doing it's like almost you have so many things on your plate and i don't know like how we're going to, how are you managing it so we'll be focusing on that in the coming months about it managing all those things but uh, initially let us focus on you have mentioned iot and you know the trend in iot right. now not many people might be knowing about it. but uh, i know it's this internet of things so according to you how is the growth maybe in terms of the industry that you have already worked on and what could be its future the iot platform sure um internet of things per se uh, it's a it's a huge market right so um if you see the uh, global cagr it should be around uh, somewhere around uh, 25% if i am not wrong so uh, it's going at a very growing at a very high cagr and uh, uh, 
the one there are many again classifications under uh, iot right iot is basically just connecting your uh, devices and uh, giving internet to uh, each and uh, any and every device right so uh, the one application that we were specifically working was more about indoor tracking and uh, solutions and similarly there are uh, different solutions like outdoor tracking which involves gps and uh, there there are a lot many applications now growing more into the agri tech sector um, to get the data from uh, the plants the soil uh, and uh, sending this data to the cloud and helping farmers to take uh, precise uh, ac- uh, uh, precise activities on what they have to do to increase their yield and improve the efficiency uh, of their crops so yeah it's growing at a huge pace Hmm. That's really interesting that you've told uh, growing at a rate of 25% uh, and like every year and we just know that IoT might be utilized in home but I've uh, showed that it is not only utilized in home but also in agriculture and some other sectors and I've also worked on the same platform as well and linking right. from uh, the technological side to your MBA so from technical to MBA so how was that journey what kind of changes that you made uh, that can you just share about it sure um, i'm a very i'm very uh, goal oriented person right so uh, when i joined uh, the startup two years back i already had in mind that i will work for two years in a startup uh, and gain more exposure into the industry and post which i will do an mba so that i already had that in mind but the uh, need for it evolved more uh, when i when i was uh, doing this uh, role as a product owner in my um, stint at sensgis wherein uh, you know i was like uh, uh, it was like going in uh, uh, you know pushing you inside a forest with uh, blinds uh, in your eyes right so Uh, i didn't know whether what i was doing was right or wrong uh, i didn't have any guidance because i tried to take up a problem statement and started working on it uh, i just volunteered to do this and that and that's how i learned uh, but i just felt like i didn't have a proper framework a structured approach uh, to solve things right and that's when i um, uh realized that now is the time to uh, do an mba and i wanted to learn more about the business and the finance side because when i was working at sensgis uh, i was only concerned more about the technology part the implementation part whether it is you know giving the hardware or software development tasks to the developer developers and the testers and all that uh, but i wanted to explore more about the other parts of the business also right from the sales the marketing the finance uh, and the operations uh, and all of those branches all together and uh, on top i didn't want to do a typical mba right so in a typical mba you just uh, graduate uh, majoring in one specific uh, department like a sales or a marketing which is very conventional and i didn't want to do a conventional mba and that's when i uh, landed upon a masters union which is a new age uh, tech oriented business school um where uh, it is uh, all the classes are taken by industry led uh, practitioners and cxos uh so for an example we have navin munjal uh, who is the ceo of uh, hero electric who takes ev classes for us right so uh, we have prominent uh, uh, 
leaders in the uh, uh, space who take classes for us on new upcoming technologies as well as the business uh, implications of it and how to solve so we don't have uh, typical exams that uh, people generally have it, it's all uh, project led and uh, uh, action uh, oriented uh, like a typical mba yeah that's how i landed on my uh, mba path and uh, that's what i'm pursuing at the moment there are so many new things that i got to learn at mba that there are so many other things that we are learning right now before and i already stated that you don't want to do a conventional kind because many people are going like mba in sales mba in marketing mba in finance but you also in a wide stream or you want to learn more about business because you are already a part of it as well in the startup and in a st- and you have already mentioned that after you had a plan that you wanted to get into a startup and work for it so that you will be getting some technical insight so thus if right. a student uh, if a fresher if he graduates from a btech institute is it necessary that if he goes to a startup he can get a career boost or if he can directly jump into a, a such a double degree or for mtech or ms might help his career so what is your opinion regarding it um great question harshal uh, again uh, there are two ways uh, three different ways i see it right so one uh, someone can uh, w- start working in a startup straight away another is someone who can start working in a, a, a typical mnc right and third is someone who wants to pursue a higher education uh, maybe it's an mba or maybe it's an mtech or msc whatever it is right so uh, in uh, what i basically would suggest from my experience is that uh if you are someone who likes to try hands on and try different uh, try uh, experimenting with new things and if you are someone who is curious about learning uh then i would say startup is the best place for you to start with uh and if you are someone who wants to you are very a structured person who who plans everything uh, uh and uh, does everything in a very structured manner then i would say mnc would be the best uh, uh place for you and if you are uh, someone who loves the uh, technology that goes behind it right so maybe um you got introduced to some technology like let's say uh, robotics right and uh, if you are someone uh, who uh, don't want to start working away right now but you are just interested uh, more into robotics and want to learn more about uh, how this particular technology is used or maybe you want to understand different business aspects then i would suggest to uh, go to a, a higher uh, mba degree or uh, me or mtech or msc that's like you've been very well explained regarding what a person must do when he is like coming out of a college uh, because during situation i remember two years almost before that many people they just passed out from their engineering and they were lost because of the covid and some other things which are happening around us mm. so because of that what happened directly many people went to like masters because jobs were not there and people were clueless and the thing that have stated me what do they like the most whether they are interested to know more about the concept but not ready to work okay they can go for higher studies but if they are more interested to learn about that concept or implement it in the current time they can go for so much more introduce on the for an agency so the way of told it so it was very clear for us to understand 
sure. So coming to more about your things that you are doing, so we've discussed about your professional life, but what about those background things that you're doing, your side hustles, like uh, the startup business, the consulting business, and what are. So can you start give brief regarding okay the culture of PC? Sure. Uh, so uh, all of these things that I'm about to tell started off as a, a kind of extrinsic motivation because we were all graded for doing all of these things, right? So that's why the MBA that I'm doing at Masters Union is unconventional. So you are graded on how you are working on a startup. You are graded on. uh what kind of consultancy you are doing and you are graded on uh, what kind of a social media influencer you are you are given extra points compared to the typical uh theoretical marks that you get for all subjects so uh, that's what motivated us to uh, get into the startup stage and the one that we started off uh, with the zoot for food uh, which is again the food discovery recommendation and entertainment platform started out as an entertainment platform right? so we just wanted to create uh, an instagram just for food for all the food lovers who wanted to uh, just uh, get um, you know um, very um, i would say just get into the world of food just binge watch uh, food reels right uh, so that's where we started off but then slowly we started realizing that uh, that is something that we focused on as a solution right so we already had in mind that this is what we should do and uh, again doing an mpa that's how we learned that you should never start off with the solution that you have in mind right so first understand the problem statement and uh, so that's when we uh, stopped thinking about the solution that we had in mind and uh, then we started thinking about the problem so what does a typical you uh, person like you or me have in uh, uh, store right so uh, when we started thinking about that the first problem the very first problem that we had was uh, was that uh, when let's say my mom asked me or let's say even when your mom asks you what do you want to have for dinner typically you say you know like just cook anything and then once you cook something and you start uh, you know uh, thinking back on why did you tell her to cook anything right so uh, the decision paradox is what you're stuck in because you don't uh, know what you want to have but maybe you just have uh, you just want to have something chinese or maybe just uh, something uh, spicy or maybe something tangy you just have these expressions and you don't uh, know what exact food dish that you want uh, so we felt after doing lot of market research we did face to face interviews we did uh, focus group discussions and we also rolled out forms to understand from different perspectives on what are their problem statements and this was the most predominant uh, problem statement that uh, we came across and so we thought that we would solve this problem uh, so that's when a business grows right solving uh, user needs and uh, not what solution you have in mind so uh, that's how we started off we uh, initially plotted down our uh, 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 needs and the go to market strategy on what kind of strategies we are going to uh, adopt there were different frameworks in terms of uh, creating a gtm there is a fpc approach then you do a segmentation targeting positioning and then you do a 4p analysis uh, and that's how you create your g so once you create the gtm then 
you have user personas in your uh, mind so what is your target audience who you are going to uh, sell this product to and let's say if that prod, uh, if that con- uh, user comes to your platform what is he going to do right um, what do you want the user to do uh, when he comes to your platform what what problem uh, you want to solve and that's when it started being digressed right so there are multiple things some people have some in mind um, but they just don't know where to have it from uh, so the second type of people were uh, someone who had a specific set of uh, dishes right so you can't ask your mom to cook something japanese right uh, but still you can order that uh, online right some sort of uh, chinese noodles or something but maybe you can't ask that uh, to your mom so you have a specific set of uh, dishes uh, in your plate so that's what you can cook so those separate kind of user personas and the third one was uh, someone who didn't have anything in mind so uh, for them we had our own recommendation engine that suggested them different dishes and fourth one was someone who uh, had uh, just a small hint of what he wants to have maybe something chinese or maybe something uh, you know uh, sweet right so uh, based on his preferences we asked us uh, we started asking a certain set of questions and then suggested them what they can have three different dishes uh, that they can have so uh, this is how we started working on that and uh, one mistake that we did initially was focusing uh, more on the technology part i would say uh, we started off straight away with a uh, uh, flutter we started hiring uh, different uh, uh, candidates for working on that prototype but uh, uh, the, we understood that the concept was slowly evolving so we had to pivot our business model every single day uh, so uh, we couldn't uh, uh, you know get the most use of, out of these uh, developers that we had hired so while uh, several of my uh, several of our peers were you know uh, Uh, getting internships uh, from different top mnts here we were giving internships for uh, people studying in uh, de and btech right? so that was a very exciting thing and uh, so then i started uh, using a no code tool so i felt that in order uh, the main thing that i had to do was stop the uh, uh kind of our pick of put a hold on the uh, idea development and uh, take specific features that we had to implement and get an mvp into the market right there is no point just trying to uh, say that okay i will build this i will build that you need something uh, right there in your users hand uh, and you have to go into the market in a rapid manner so then i started uh, developing uh, this entire application through a no code tool called blight and then we got this application into the market we had around uh, uh a limited set of users uh, for the mvp usage uh, around uh, i guess it would should be somewhere around 140 to 200 people so now um, uh, we are still working on the, the, the actual product to no yeah ragu Then we'll like to do some network issue at the end. So, so that was like pretty well said, and you have summed up uh, very well that customer is the king. 
because from uh, all the things the point of view that you have told like every time that you have to pivot your business model in order to understand what the customer wanted the most and while uh, understanding a problem statement as well you told you need to understand that not directly giving the solution to a person and yes i know through that podcast as that you are analyzing some problem statements and you are giving some solutions to the people through a podcast known as lagos phone shots so can you give some more brief about in what way are you talking about technology or are you talking about robotics what kind of information that you are giving on the phone sure uh, um uh, i was very uh, motivated by or inspired by this concept called moonshot thinking right so which was brought in by the company called uh, x the moonshot factory which is actually the subsidiary of google which handles all sorts of research projects uh, or i would say the crazy projects right uh, so they had different moonshot principles right so 10 moonshot principles is what they have so uh, those were the things that introduced uh, that got me to this moonshot thinking concept and uh, when i explored more i saw something called moonshots game which was very much intriguing to me wherein they uh, took up a, a particular problem statement one from give sustainability development goals uh, right so and then uh, they gave us three technology options uh, one for us to choose from and once you choose a particular technology it was just a timer which just said brainstorm different radical solutions that can solve that problem so what i wanted to do in that uh, moonshot ragus moonshot podcast was to take up these uh, huge problems that are present and take a breakthrough technology and brainstorm radical solutions that can solve that particular problem uh, so uh, this something that uh, other people also can do so i wanted to add a component to it uh, which would add uh, add a little bit a little bit more things also on top of it so to create a, a business model on top of solution that we create since we are already studying in a business school i felt that we will create a business model um uh, for the solution that we create a proper go to market strategy and maybe a small elevator which uh that can uh, get this product uh, into the market and how it can uh, have impact into the society so uh, that is the moonshot uh, that is what the rabus moonshot podcast is all about uh, but uh, in this particular podcast what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to call upon four different people all from uh, different backgrounds so uh, since i'm already having a network of <clears throat> different people uh different with different backgrounds in my cohort uh, in the mba i am calling upon different people one uh, from the technology background one from finance background uh, one from business background and uh, another person who either has no prior experience in any industry or someone who uh, has experience in a, a completely different industry right so uh, for an example i had a, a couple of people one from uh, energy consulting one from risk management and there is one upcoming session where i from meteorological industry right so uh having these different sets of people from different walks of life gives you different uh uh perspectives right different uh, point of views and uh, uh that uh, creates a lot of uh, impact right so um that's what it's all about oh that's also 
because uh, you're talking to different categories of people who are of different different walks of life and you'll be getting a vast amount of knowledge and also maybe to audience as well they'll also be getting uh, very good information regarding what the problem that you want to solve through which any technology and uh, that was very well said that you have talked about your journey from your bachelor's to presently what you're doing right now and uh, in that journey were there any challenges that you have faced and how did you overcome it or was there a time that okay because in during covid we know that many people not getting you were not getting any opportunities so was there any state that okay you felt given up but still there was some inner strength in you that helped you to move forward to achieve your goals sure um, one specific uh, incident i i'm able to recall was that um when i was working in my startup uh, i was the youngest in the organization right and uh, the entire uh, i had people working in the organization who were like uh, twice the uh, age above me sometimes and uh, since i volunteered to take up different tasks try things on my own i was more into a kind of a leadership roles wherein i had to manage all of these people so uh, think of someone who is like uh, 40 years old or 45 years old and uh, here you are telling them okay maybe that might not work out we have to try this so it's very hard to um, influence people uh, who are much much elder to you right so that was one of the key challenges that i had when i to the industry uh, but uh, it took uh, it took some time to uh, you know get into the uh, uh place right so first i had to understand uh, the background with which they are coming from uh, so what why they have that specific resistance i had to sit and talk to them a, a lot many times on a personal note on uh, what were their problems i i so one specific concept that helped me uh, win these people was empathizing with them right so trying to stand from their point of view on what is their problem and when you try to offer different solutions that can solve their problem they will be more than interested to help you out on solving your problems right so uh, it's more of a give and take uh, uh, mechanism so uh, i started empathizing with them more then uh, i started uh, uh, brainstorming with them instead of giving them a specific task and uh, uh, helping them solve their problem which uh, ultimately uh, they also uh, help me solve my uh, our team related problems also so yeah gaining the gaining their confidence and trust is the hardest part but once that is gained uh, uh, people would be uh, ready to work with you so yeah because the same challenge that i mentioned uh, many people also will be facing the same if they go to right. a corporate world or if they are starting their own startup in the future they need to mingle or they need to form a team of different mindsets so they have they those people might have a different age gap and you know generation gap it is really hard for us to understand their mindset and it's hard for them to understand our mindset so the way of told it in yeah. what way that by taking care from their perspective or empathy showing empathy to them that's one of the most important value that we need to learn while we are entering a good corporate world and uh, again uh, if initially i've already told that okay there's so many things or uh, that and so many things are in your plate 
if i go and talk to anyone people will be like are i could not do this or it is not possible for me so i just want to ask interesting questions and how are you able to manage all the things on your plate ஒரு Uh, but at the end of the day uh, can i offer to drop something and uh, uh, be satisfied with it my answer would be no so i have to find ways to uh, uh, do all of these things right so i have to push myself more so when people are sleeping please peacefully in their room in the mid night i have to push myself uh, a little bit more i have to do the hustle to make sure that all these three things are done right so uh, it's more about uh, having the motivation to do all of these things so if you love what you do if you are really passionate about something that you do you will find ways to do it uh, you will not always have the uh, you know way right in front of you but uh, you will find the way to do it if you are really passionate about doing something very interesting uh, loving the thing that you do uh mostly if i see many people uh, they go to the 9 to 5 ka job and later when they come back they will be like they will be complaining about their work they will be complaining about the people what they have done or they will be complaining about the things that they do not have in control and they are wasting so much of energy that they have so much of time that they have complaining on the things that they cannot control but if they focus on themselves on the things that they could have control i think they could be like us who even at the when people are other people are sleeping are doing some of the things that we love to do even though we have also the same the family issues and also the uh, our work and the other life social life balance as well so it was really interesting to have and understand about from your background from your perspective that even though you are working on 3 to 4 kind of thing you still we are still we are able to manage because similarly there are people like us as well as in school who are also hustling like us and want to become successful in the coming time so that was really great interesting session that you mentioned and this people concluding is there any small message that you want to give to our audience it could be anyone maybe a person who is graduating from a, their own college so what could be your message and what is your opinion for the world sure uh, uh what i would say uh to the audience who is watching specifically i would say to the ones who are uh, you know freshly graduating uh, is at least for the initial 2 uh, to 5 years uh, hustle as much as possible right learn as many things as you can uh, not for the position not for the money but uh, for moving ahead in your career so the first uh whatever you learn in the first 5 years will push you to the uh, end of your uh working career right so uh initially if you put the hustle in the uh, initial 2 to 5 years that will uh, take you a long way so whether it might be uh burning midnight oil for 
couple of days or even months or even the first couple of years but uh, if you try to uh, motivate yourself on why you need to do what you need to do uh, if you be your internal motivation uh, then that would really take you to uh, long places so yeah very well said and uh, it was like a motivation i hear so sandeep maheshwari talk for any one the motivation speaker to energizing the audience so that was really great and i'm very grateful that you have been part of this session and given us a very good valuable information regarding your life and how we can learn from it so thank you raghu for your time it was really great amazing session i hope so our audience also has liked the things that you have shared and also they would implement some of the things that you have also mentioned in their lives so that one day they could become like us who are burning the midnight oil doing the things that they love and no matter how many ever things that they have created they are still working towards their goals so thank you so much raghu and have a great time sure thank you for having me hoshel uh, it was my pleasure thank you yeah so that's all audience so i hope you have got a really great message from the this episode so that's all from my side stay safe and cheers <laughs>